All right, everyone. This is Ain't That Some Shit, episode 34 with Emma. It is December 9th, year of our Lord, 2023. I know I dropped an episode like a little bit ago, but there were some stories that I didn't get to touch on that are ridiculous, and it didn't really fit the nature of the previous episode. So let's talk about some really crazy shit. <laughs> First off, oh, goodness. How many times have you been told silence is violence or your words are violence or your words are what? <laughs> Does no one remember sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Has that just died with all the sensitivity and squishiness going around? I'm that's that's my sentiment, right? You misgender someone, you're committing violence. You dead name someone, you call them by their birth name instead of, you know, whatever they want to be called. You call Joey whatever Joey instead of Starlight Bumblefluff, right? Oh my goodness, violence. Or you don't put up a black square <laughs> on your Instagram. It's whatever. Well, under fire presently is representative Cori Bush. She's one of the squad people along with Talib and Ilhan Omar and uh, AOC, you know, those congresswomen that are just so fucking up their own asses. <clears throat> she is under fire because of her anti-Semitic statements, which she says are not anti-Semitic, they're just anti-Israel. I'm sure you're all aware of the events of October 7th, 2023, when Hamas entered Israel from Gaza by uh, hang gliders, paragliders. I'm not really familiar with the difference, but going door to door, killing people, raping women, kidnapping women, children, anyone, elderly people. All right, I'm not going to go too much into that. Like I said, this is going to be the weird segment. This is not going to be the war discussion or GOP bullshit, no. <clears throat> Let's talk about some crazy shit. So, Cori Bush is saying, when it comes to standing up for human rights, actions speak louder than words, and words don't matter. Words can't hurt me. I thought words were equivalent to violence. That's what her and her side have been propagating. That's what you hear all the time. Every time that you say the wrong thing, you use the wrong pronoun. It's like you're being violent. It's like, uh-huh. Okay. Sure. And uh, she wants to hide behind this whole thing of, I can criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic. Um... Israel is a Jewish state. It was made as such 1948 when they drafted it up and put the markers around how large they want this country to be. In the document giving Israel the ability to exist, it's that they named them as a Jewish state. So I 
don't understand how she says that you can criticize Israel without it being anti-Semitic, whatever. Oh, another crazy thing. I, um, I looked into this on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Mrs.VS. That's V as in Victor S. And Mrs. is M-I-S-S-U-S dot V-S. But I put mostly like bodybuilding stuff on there. If you check out my stories, though, you'll see a mix of politics and my sense of humor and lots of Lord of the Rings. Anyways, anyways, <clears throat> let's now take this whole craziness from Cory Bush and let's talk about the coffee shop. East Farley or Farley's East. Let me double check which one. I think it's Farley's East coffee shop yeah Farley's coffee they're in Oakland California and they went viral you cannot leave them a Yelp review you cannot leave them any kind of review their Instagram is so restricted it's open but you cannot put any comments you cannot tag them I I'm really curious as to what continue like what happened after this so Here's, here's the rundown. A Jewish woman was kicked out of the cafe after complaining about anti-Semitic graffiti in the bathroom. Statements such as free Palestine, eliminate the Jews, Zionism equals fascism. Okay. So she went into the bathroom. She saw it. She did not bring her phone with her at the time. So she exits the bathroom. And then she tries to go back into the bathroom with her phone to document it. Mind you, she's not some random person off the street looking to use the toilet. She bought food there. She's a patron. She has submitted patronage to the coffee shop. Okay. The bathroom there is for customers. She's a customer. There's no reason that they should have barred her. And... There's no reason they should have left that graffiti up, but they did. I don't know. All right, let me see if I can get to. So, the freaking people. God, I hope. Sorry about that. I hate YouTube ads so much. I had the video loaded, and then because I waited too long, they put an ad. Anyways, let me play this without sound, and then I'll get to the right part. All right. So, excuse me. She's recording these people. There are three individuals. Two of them are masked. Two women are masked still in fucking 2023. <laughs> Whatever. And there's one guy there, blatantly a dude. I don't know what he identifies as. I don't care. Because as per Cori Bush, words are not the same as actions. Finally, she's come to the light. But the statement he made, ridiculous, let me play it. I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we gotta head. Did you hear that? Let's, let's rewind a little bit. We're going to the restroom. I, I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we gotta head. I know Israel likes to take private property and, and claim it as their own, but we gotta head. 
bro, what? What? She just wants to use the bathroom and document the graffiti that's there. If you had an issue with the graffiti, you would wipe it down. They let her back into the bathroom because she tells them, well, if it's up there and you agree with it, why not let me see it again? And they let her in. Farley's Coffee released a statement. They had a big, you know, apology post saying that we are not anti-Semitic and we're a small business and we believe in diversity and inclusion. As this woman was leaving the bathroom after recording, the same freaking guy is like, free, free Palestine, always. It's like, oh, God. It annoys the fuck out of me when people are like, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Okay. Which river and which sea? Ask them. They don't fucking know. Palestine will be free. From what? From who? And how do you intend to free? <clears throat> when questioned about this, when they questioned Cori Bush, like, is genocide ever okay? Her response was, well, I mean, it depends on the context. Lady, what? Okay, fine, fine. If I were to say genocide of all terrorist groups is okay. All right. Argue with me. Give, give me, you know, a counter to that. But she's talking about Israel. I t whatever. All right. Let's let's stray away from that. But anyways, you know, check out Farley's East. <laughs> the video is viral. It's insane how they treated this poor woman. I mean, she bought food there, went into the bathroom, saw that gross shit. How many times have you gone to a bathroom and you've seen like terrible graffiti? It's up to the business whether to leave it alone or to take it down. They chose to leave it alone. All right, let me see if I can fast forward a little bit. And then she complained about it. Let's see what else. Is. Well then, dude. <laughs> yeah. Farley's Coffee. Farley East. Whatever the fuck. Overpriced shit. Okay. Now. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say on this. Like, you're being recorded and you're blatantly discriminating. You're denying someone access to a customer bathroom after they've been a customer. You're acting completely shitty for no reason other than this woman is Jewish. She's not the IDF. She's not the Israeli Defense Force. Why? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have issues with Hamas, with Hezbollah, with whatever. I'm not going to take out my frustrations on someone who's Palestinian. I'm not going to take out my frustrations on a Jordanian person. It's like, no, you're not there. You're not actively doing this. 
if someone's walking around with a headband, you know, Hamas headband or whatever, then yeah, I'll take issue with that person. <laughs> but, like, did this woman have a Jewish star? Did they know? Are, are they just assuming by her accent? <laughs> wild. Fucking wild. Alright, next story. Parents in, where is this? In Dallas, Texas are upset that a trans-identifying boy, God, this shit's so confusing, a boy, a boy in a skirt, okay? A boy in a skirt won the regional Irish dancing competition. This was for girls. This competition was just for girls. And this boy won. I, how long are we going to go over this? Boys are genetically predispositioned to have an advantage over girls. In, in the physical realm, in sporting events. With the proper training, boys do excel. They have more muscle mass overall. It's, it's just... Alright, so biologically speaking, both men and women have testosterone and estrogen. Now, the amount of the mixture that they are born with due to their genetic coding, whether they are boy or girl, differs. Boys have more testosterone. They are able to accomplish physical feats that women cannot meet. I'm not saying that the best female athlete cannot beat the average Joe. I'm not saying that. However, even with Subpar training. What what was the rank of this guy? Subpar training. Um, Serena Williams lost to the uh, this guy who placed two hundred third in the men's Premier League, and he was taking smoke breaks between the matches. Serena Williams, the number one female tennis player, got smoked by, where's the name? German guy who ranks 203rd, named Karsten Brasch. B as in boy, R-A-A-S-C-H. Like, okay. Uh, he beat her 6-1. to one. And then disposed of her, winning six to two. Okay. <clears throat> Serena said, I didn't know it would have been that difficult. I played shots that would have been winners on the women's circuit, and he got them very easily. Yep. The best female tennis player in the world couldn't beat Mr. 203rd. Imagine if she went up against the number one man. So, going back to the kids. Why is this still happening? In several countries, they don't allow this. 
in uh, swimming, they stopped allowing boys to compete in women's divisions. They they no longer allow the whole like, oh, well, if you are taking estrogen, you're okay. It's like, no. No, estrogen is not going to decrease their bone density. It's not going to decrease their muscle mass. It's not going to make them less men. <laughs> and the more we let this go on, it's like, what? what the fuck are we saying to the women who want to compete like myself like like i compete in bodybuilding if they allow trans women guys in bikinis to compete against me i will never see top 10 never all the top olympians in the world no now we go with aesthetics we we compete um, based upon symmetry, muscle mass, overall, the feminine look, or whatever. I will be honest, some of these trans women, the amount of surgery they get and all that, they are very, very close to confusing people as to whether or not they are women or not and I mean with bodybuilding you get super lean I, I've been told comments like you you look so manly yeah <laughs> you strip off all the fat the childbearing fat that women have you lose your boobs you get so low in weight that you become flat-chested like a guy and there are some women um not in the division that I compete in so there's different categories there's bikini which is like the beach babe kind of body, ripped, whatever. There's wellness, which is bottom heavy, big butts, big legs, not so much upper body developed. Then there's figure, which is like a X frame is what they call. So wide shoulders, wide quads, not so much on the butt, very small waist. And it, you keep going on to women's bodybuilding, women's physique, they start looking manly. They do. You put, off, you put on enough size. If men were to compete in physique or women's bodybuilding, not disclosing that they're men or whatever, they're able to get the muscles hardened a lot faster. They're able to shape them and construct them, whatever. They would probably win. <laughs> I, I don't see them doing well in bikini. Maybe wellness. They'd have to have a lot of surgery to try and tailor in the uh, rib cage, maybe to expand. Anyways, I feel like it can be done and that all women's sports, all women athletes looking to compete in a sport made for them is just gone. And that's, that's terribly sad. Now to see it in kids, like... There's reports here of the during the Irish step dance competition. My daughter was in absolute tears. One mother of a girl competed against the male told Daily Signal reporter, da da da. This is so unfair. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if you guys are familiar with Irish step dancing, but you need to have the fastest fucking feet. Men have the ability to 
grow and uh, what is it not hone more like mature the fast twitch muscle fibers that allow them to be explosive and have certain movements at a rate of speed that women cannot match Usain Bolt Bolt whatever fastest guy alive he is never gonna be showed up by a woman not even Shikari Richardson and she's awesome but she wouldn't be able to touch his ass if they were running side by side. I would love to see the race, but my my assumption is this. It it just would no. I it would be a waste of money to bet. And it's it's scary to see that, you know, uh women's sports might be truly under fire. If this keeps going on, like I mean, step dancing, why the fuck? Why, why, why are they even letting this happen? I don't know. Okay, all right. So that was a weird story, and you got to hear a little bit about um, <clears throat> bodybuilding. <laughs> I I might do a segment on it later. It's it's super fun. Um. In my opinion, some people nearly die. I'll explain more about that later. But anyways, let's keep going down the gender train. Uh, California. Governor Newsom has signed into law that all stores that market toys to both girls and boys must now have a gender-neutral section. why I'm so I have kids I shop for their toys all the time I don't put girls versus boys especially if they're like learning toys like leapfrog or putting those shapes in the appropriate shaped hole that kind of thing I don't see it as necessary sure as they grow older girls gravitate towards dolls sometimes boys gravitate towards machinery or whatever but I mean I buy both things for my kids my daughter gets science toys and she gets cars as well as Barbie dolls and whatever and my son he's too young but um he he has an array of gender neutral I'm not understanding <laughs> why this had to be made into a law it just seems like it's just trying to pander trying to placate the whole trans thing the whole movement of I'm gonna identify as whatever I want to identify and you're gonna have to subscribe to it but words are not violence <laughs> not anymore according to Cory Bush bro what this <laughs> All right. Okay. So last, last little bit, because yeah, that nonsensical laws. I want to do a segment on nonsensical laws one day, because I feel like that's one. There are already gender neutral toys. They're just toys. If your son wants a doll and you're okay with that, fuck it, get him a doll. It wouldn't be a bad thing for a boy to learn how to take care of a baby. I'm not gonna bar my kid from that. There's... <laughs> But to be like, no, you must have specifically. It's like, 
Alright, well, we'll see what these gender-neutral toys look like. What, excuse me, what really are we looking to get from this? I, like, okay, a teddy bear, a fucking teddy bear. What gender does a teddy bear go to? <laughs> I, both of my kids have dinosaur plushies. Dinosaurs are awesome. They're not exclusively for boys. Whatever. Okay. All right. Next story. <clears throat> Ivy League schools. So I spoke about it a bit ago. Oregon had suspended their standardized testing since uh, the pandemic, and they're extending it for another five years. So no SATs, no ACTs, none of those big tests that used to give high schoolers incredible anxiety because that's what the colleges would look at. Now, Ivy League. You hear Ivy League, you think Harvard, Columbia, uh, Yale, right? Dartmouth, all of those. It was the pinnacle of prestige to have an Ivy League school on your resume. It showed that you got into a really rigorous academic institution, that you may have been privy to certain opportunities that were not available to every other college student in other campuses, that you got to be involved in internships that gave you experience that you can use in your future career. But now we're seeing that Ivy League schools are pushing out bullshit. <laughs> They're pushing out this whole identity politic bullshit. They're teaching classes about, you know, gender studies and, and other nonsense. It's like, that's why we're not producing anything of merit. That's why come June or whatever, Pride Month, all of these companies just fucking bend over and take a rainbow up the ass because they want to be like, well, we're so, they're teaching the inclusivity, diver diversity, da, 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 whatever, in these schools. And then those companies hire CEOs from these schools, continuing those nonsensical thoughts that, that don't benefit anyone. They don't. They don't. It's it's just it's just to make you feel good <laughs> that we're doing things to make everyone who feels marginalized feel a little bit better. That the objective is not putting out the best product, the best clothing apparel or the best uh, whatever. No, it's just we're going to brand it in a way that makes you feel better. So I wondered, like, how did we get to this point? A lot of people want to point towards the hippies. They're not wrong. During the 60s, the whole, come on, man, just let people do what they want kind of thing. Those hippies became college professors and continued their ideas continued their Marxist studies because 
they were heavily Marxist. We're just all going to live in a commune and all work together. And we're all going to share what we make. <laughs> and no one's above another person. That's not how things work. It's not. There will always be someone at the top making the decisions. I don't know if you guys have ever been part of a big group project, but to get five people to agree on a path with the intricate steps towards success and get all of them on board and not offend anyone. You need leadership. That's one. And there's always going to be someone who just doesn't want to work as hard. You guys remember the group projects in school? There was always someone slacking. <laughs> always someone who had to be carried. Then there was the leader of the group who worked more than anyone, typically. And then, you know, you all get the same grade. <laughs> so to try and accomplish that at a scale of a society that we all have a say and we all are, you know, equal partners in this it's it doesn't work it doesn't um so ivy league schools take funding from the government they take funding from previous alumni they take uh, grant money from people who are like i'm gonna donate to the school that gave me so much fine they also take money from foreign countries why is this an issue? Because it's no longer a benign operation or institution. When you start taking money from a foreign country, they have influence over you. This is the Hunter Biden thing all over again. Hunter Biden <clears throat> took $5 million from China, took another five from uh, Ukraine when he was head of Burisma or on the board excuse me gave some to his dad <laughs> you know 10% to the big guy is a known quote between their interactions between Hunter and uh, his business affiliates and this was all for the promise of influence over then Vice President Biden current President Biden and what have we seen we have seen this nonsensical identity politics. I know, I know, buzzwords, you've been hearing that all the time. I'm trying to think of something better. We've seen the clown parade at the White House. We saw a dude with fake tits, topless, shaking him around at the White House. You can find this. <laughs> I don't think he shows nipple. I think like he puts his hands over his nips and like, you know, uh, juggles them up and down for the camera. <laughs> we saw the pride flag and the trans, you know, baby pink, light blue, whatever flag on the White House with Biden in office. I'm inclined to believe that that was due to the influence of whoever's paying him. Because China's not doing that shit. China banned any feminine-looking men from appearing on screen. You're too feminine. We don't want that. We don't want that. Okay, so why is it okay? <laughs> then America does it. 
why is it okay that in Ivy League schools you pay several tens of thousands of dollars for a degree that you can't use because it doesn't produce anything. So, <clears throat> Qatar funds U.S. Uh, United States universities and supports anti-Semitic violence within them. This has been shown due to the riots that we've seen at schools. We've seen violence against Jewish uh, students and faculty at Ivy League schools. We've seen in the past years professors being told, oh, this is a anti-white day. You cannot come to work today. And if you do, you're going to be in trouble. We're seeing the banning of Halloween costumes because they're offensive. Like, the fuck is this shit? Foreign countries are, are investing money so that they can have influence over how schools are run, what laws can be put into the code of conduct of that school, and a lot of them is just in support of squishy shit. We are producing squishy people. Squishy and you know sentiment, but also I read a story that said that like to uh, To care about physical fitness and to work out and to get up early Are all right-wing qualities? Motherfucker what to be productive to care about my health to spend some time improving my body because I don't want to be one of those hunched over old women with no ass that hurt to sit down when I'm 70. I want to be able to have the energy to play with my kids and their kids, <laughs> you know? We are in a time where the highest, the most aspired to levels of our society, Ivy League schools, CEOs of corporations, professors getting tenure at these schools, celebrities are all pushing this squishy shit. Don't be squishy. Now, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with the Ivy League schools who are taking foreign money. They need to register as a foreign agent because that's not allowed. It's not. Schools based in a country cannot take money from a foreign country because that is a conflict of interest. These are teaching the young minds of our future who, like I said, are going to go run the businesses of the next 10, 20, 30 years. You do not want them to have a vested interest in another country like Qatar that fucking hates America, that hates the country that the university is in. It's nefarious. It's, it's disgusting. Ivy League among top recipients of $8.5 billion, with a B, billion, Arab funding. All those Saudi princes that we don't know the names of, if you were to look up a list of the most rich people in the world, these people don't show up. They don't disclose how much they have. They have oil money. These are people... There was a fucking... Uh, I think it was a Saudi prince. Um, if 
I find it? Yeah, there we go. A Saudi prince bought an, bought airplane seats for all 80 of his falcons. The fuck? <laughs> People who have money to burn like that are sending funds to our top schools to shape the minds of our youth. And then we wonder why we're in this fucking whirlwind of bullshit. Why the fucking <laughs> movies we see are shit. Disney and China are so intertwined. They're fucking Siamese twins at this point. That's oh, another thing on Disney. <laughs> Disney keeps fucking failing. I don't know what Rob Iger is doing. I don't know what he's thinking. I, I keep telling people, I'm like, maybe he's just trying to short the stock so that someone will buy it and, you know, take the China leech off of his back. That's my assumption, but I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. $8.5 billion to Ivy League schools. $8.5 fucking billion. Wow. Now, this uh, article comes from Campus Reform. This was dated October 17, 2023. Cornell University is the single largest recipient of Arab funding with over $1.5 gifted between 127 gifts or contracts. Students at American universities are currently exhibiting overwhelming support for Hamas and condemnation of the state of Israel. Yeah, they're shaping the minds. You don't know anything when you go to college. You don't. I, you fucked around in high school or you just regurgitated whatever the professor was telling you so that you could pass your test. You don't know how to think. You know what to think, but you don't know how. Critical thinking is not inherited it's developed it's cultivated critical thinking to question things has to be fostered and when you're told that question is racist <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do you're gonna cower you're gonna succumb to it or you have some balls and you're like I should be provided an answer I'm not gonna follow blindly but when your whole school, Ivy League, the, the weight of saying you come from an Ivy League school is so heavy, what college kid is going to question their authority, honestly? <clears throat> Jeez. This at wild. All right. Harvard University was revealed to be the eighth largest recipient, having received, that's a big fucking thing, 1.8 billion. Yeah, let's say that. No, no, I'm sorry. No, that's 187 million, 133,626 dollars. NYU received $162,316,365. Lovely. Just 
throwing the money around, throwing that influence around. It's smart. It's smart, and we look stupid. American colleges look stupid, and are. I, fuck, bring back the trade schools. Bring back woodshop. Bring back teaching people how to actually do shit. I don't know if you guys saw the, um, the Panderverse, the South Park, um, mini movie or whatever. It's on episode, but they released it. And <laughs> there's a lot about it, but the richest guy in the show, it's shown that the, uh, I want to say the fix-it guys, the mechanics, the handymen, there we go. They become the richest because they can actually do something. They can actually cultivate with their own hands and produce something of value. Ivy League fuckers can't. Basic college people can't. We have barely any trade schools left. And it's, it's a shame. Because when shit hits the fan, if we no longer have internet, our phones don't work or whatever. Everyone has electric cars that just fucking up and die. What are you going to do? It it would be the apocalypse, no? Until, you know, you find someone who's able to like fix a combustion engine and get stuff running. Until you can find someone who knows how to grow food. <sighs> All right. So those were the weird stories. I know I went a little bit wild with that, but I, I thought you guys might get a few laughs as to how fucky it is, and um, oh, we will, we will see what happens. There's an election coming up. I know I seem really freaking hopeful. I'm, I'm so-so. I know Trump is old, but he does have a good vision to turn things around. Vivek is the youngest guy he also has a decent vision he needs a little bit more help on the foreign side if they team up or if it's trump and desantis i mean fuck it we might have a chance but don't bet on that don't hold your breath do something today do something today to get ahead fuck start your own little mini garden if you can i know it's december i know in many places of the country, it's too cold to start farming. Then fuck, learn how to fix things in your home. Watch some YouTube videos on how to fix your own car. Go buy some tools and learn how to handle them. Just something. <laughs> or else, who knows? Who knows where we'll end up? <clears throat> Anyways, people. That's all I got for you. This was Ain't That Some Shit with Emma. And, uh, that's, yeah, I got nothing else. Over and out.
Hey, this is Sarah from Comics Podcast. If you're enjoying our content, be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Also, be sure to hit the notification bell to stay up to date with all of our upcoming content.